Welcome, welcome, guys. Uh, Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. So I heard that your album, your recording for your album, when is it coming, and when can we expect it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know. Hopefully, uh, before this year ends. Okay. We're having some talks with with the record label, so. It kind of depends on on them, so to speak. But we also have a couple more songs to record. We're actually in the studio now, recording some right. uh, demos for future uh, recordings. Okay. So you've been to oh, yeah. I think your first uh, album came out in 2015, according to the Spotify. Uh, Discographic. Uh, so, could you please uh, walk me through a bit of your journey? How you guys got together as a band? Well, to start off, we uh, we used to live in a town called Piteå. Okay. Uh, which is uh, also in Sweden, but far north from Stockholm. So that's where we met for the first time, and uh, it all started. We were actually about to play like a some Neil Young shows on the local uh, in the local rock bar so to speak uh, but but then um, yeah, the gig got cancelled yeah 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 and uh, after we cancelled the show we just figure out that maybe it's just better if we write our own songs instead right so then we started jamming out and uh, and uh, yeah, after a while, we just booked some shows and, and, and uh, a recording studio and recorded three songs. So right. that's basically how it started. Mm -hmm. So you've done three mm -hmm. albums so far, right? Yeah, like one EP and, and two albums. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. And uh, did you play a lot of gigs uh, before the pandemic? Uh, did you play a lot of gigs? Yeah, we've been touring a lot. Uh, Mostly in Sweden, and uh, and also we've been to Russia once and to China once. Russia twice. But yeah, Russia twice. Yeah, and uh, well, you're yeah. already international. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now, but we had uh, we did uh, we did a lot of touring uh, during uh, the release of the Tafal uh, album. Right. So we were busy doing that, uh, and. That's uh, maybe a reason why we haven't uh, released right. a new record yet, which we've been busy playing. So, mm -hmm. but now, uh, so it's it, uh, kind of like uh, uh, it's good that uh, we got the time to record some new music now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, um, tell you personally, uh, Persian has been on my Spotify playlist for a long time, and uh, uh, whenever I have trouble sleeping. I just have to plug in your music and uh, I don't know. It's bad for you musicians because if I'm sleeping, I cannot listen to your music, but it's good for the <laughs> listener. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah so, to be honest, you're not the first person tell, telling us that. So yeah, um, I can imagine. So just so before this interview, I was listening to your music on uh, this mini speaker I have. And uh, so my wife was there and she listened to your sound for the first time. She said, this is so soothing. I could fall asleep to this. 
so yeah, nice <laughs> so <laughs> instrumental psychedelic rock now there are at least three genres that uh, is giving birth to your subgenre kind of there is instrumental there is psychedelic and of course there's rock so mm. which i personally i haven't heard any band calling themselves uh, to be associated with this kind of a sound so first tell me uh, how did you decide upon such an innovative genre and number 2 as a band if you could tell me what are your influences musically speaking mm -hmm. yeah i think it might be uh, we've been listening to a lot of uh, psychedelic rock bands uh, both swedish and international mm. uh, psychedelic rock bands and uh, then we didn't have a singer so that's why it became <laughs> <laughs> but yeah basically uh, and all we've been listening to a lot of like 16 60s and 70s rock and mm. uh, also jazz rock and mm. and yeah. uh, all, all different kinds of psychedelic music so, mm. so that's where it comes from so, yeah. and and also maybe kind of like the approach to playing the music that's Uh, uh more of like that feeling right i believe and and it could be any type of music i mean we have uh, so many different influences uh spanning from i mean pop music to a lot of jazz music to rock music to indie music yeah. and the sky is the limit <laughs> big gumbo yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, uh, so but but also there's there's a lot of uh kind of like a type of scandinavian vibe yeah 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 that's that's a uh, lot lot of good music come from uh, from from the scandinavian countries and nordic countries that kind of like have the same type of feeling uh yeah even though it's some band they might be jazz or some might be rock but it has this melodic yeah right yeah yeah is there a heavy pink floyd influence because in some portions your interludes uh, uh, they sound a little bit uh, well very inspired by uh, pink floyd so are you guys are you guys a big fan of pink floyd yeah yeah, yeah. definitely yeah <laughs> that that's one of the bands you discovered in at a at like an early stage yeah 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 so 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 uh, been listening to pink floyd i i think all of us from an early stage mm. right so, so right after acdc yeah, yeah. <laughs> and kind of sets the foundation for <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i think for, for our expression pink floyd is the foundational um kind of music Um, so uh, every music review of Persian that I've read on the internet, they say that your music um, it describes the way of life of northern Sweden. So uh, could you walk me through that? Like how does how is life in northern Sweden, and how does that uh, you know inform your musical inspirations? Yeah, uh, I guess it's. Uh... It's a very rural rural area, so there people uh, live very far apart, and uh, in small societies. So 
there's a lot of space <laughs> and a lot of nature, I guess. So, so if you're going to live there, you probably like being out in the nature and, and, uh, and that kind of stuff. So, so I think the music might be like inspired by, by, uh, yeah. The surroundings. By, and yeah, yeah. By the woods and uh, yeah. everything. And just that kind of atmosphere. Atmosphere. Yeah. And yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Uh, another interesting thing is your album covers. Uh, so those pictures, uh, you click them yourselves or uh, you get them from like stock images or something? No, we had, we, we, uh, the, the first one is, uh, is um, uh, taken by, a, uh, the picture is taken by a, a guy, a guy called Runa. He's from yeah. Iceland, mm -hmm. but he, he used to live in Luleå close to where we live. I don't remember the name of, of uh, the sister of Vietnam, the guy who, who no, made that one. That was an American, I think. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. And, and uh, the latest one, Tarfala, mm -hmm. uh, was shot by uh, uh, our friend Oleg mm -hmm. in, in Russia, who also helped us out and, and arranged some tours in Russia. So, so right. uh, He's, so, he's a really Russia, uh, Russia, I can understand. Uh, I mean, there is a legitimate uh, alternative music scene there. But uh, how come China? Oh, and, uh, I that yeah, that and I hope that was before coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was about one year before. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we... we they, it was a, a Chinese booking agency that wrote to us on Instagram. Mm. Okay. And uh, then uh, we saw that th there were some uh, other Swedish bands that we knew of mm. that had been there. Mm. So then we answered to their email. And, mm. Okay. Yeah. Mm. yeah, so that's basically how it started out. We were kind, kind of skeptic uh, before because we didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Yeah. So um so um so we uh but after a while and some and some and some conversation we figure out well what the heck mm. let's try it and it turned out to be uh, really really good. So so that was, uh, was China your band's first uh, or even yours first visit to the eastern uh, side? No, I've been I've been to India twice and traveled. Uh, so I've been uh, a lot in India and also in China one time before. But but uh, as a band, that was the first time we 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 played in the yeah. Where did you come in India? Oh, it's <laughs> I guess it's around about ten years ago. So for the first time, yeah, uh, and then I traveled. Uh, to me and a couple of friends, we traveled first to Mumbai and then just made the trip up during the time. So we, I think we spent over a month there and traveled south okay. to like Uti and Munnar and uh, wow. Cochin it, and then Trivandrum and then home. So. <laughs> India, India is so big that you have traveled to places that even I have not traveled down south. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, uh, <clears throat> So uh, yeah. uh, uh, tell me about uh, 
uh, your creative process in the sense your songwriting process uh, for example if you were to write a, a song from scratch uh, generally speaking how would you approach it because often it varies from song to song but generally speaking how do you approach it often it often starts with uh, with an uh, how do you say we ha- you have a shell for a song yeah or a basic idea a melody or a chord change and uh, sometimes even uh, uh, a full arrangement uh, that some of us have made up and then uh, we get together and 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 play it and then uh, and then it ends up in a dif- different way than you right. thought from the beginning so but but that's the I mean, for instance, with with this band, because there's so much improvisation going on and and a lot happening, uh, depending on uh, how everyone in the band approach the song. So you can uh, get to the studio or or a rehearsal, and you have a like a uh, you have made the song up, and then you get together and play and and you feel well we have to take this in another direction because the in, how do you say the interpretation yeah. from each of the musician makes it go somewhere else yeah. okay. and it has to be like that uh, because it's like the the thing with the band <laughs> yeah yeah and it's also the same when we play i mean we don't play i don't think we play any of the songs that we released several years ago at the yeah. same yeah it always way. very we play uh, hard now yeah. because yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it changes over time because you you forget how you how, how you were thinking when you recorded the song yeah and then your preferences change yeah yeah uh, i i think uh speaking of your songs uh for example there is uh tundra one tundra two that you have mm-hmm. uh, i think uh, it's a very specific uh, uh, what do i say cinematic soundscape that you have like you listen to prashakan it immediately puts you into a cinematic if you close your eyes it immediately puts you into a different space so i am very interested in uncovering that in the sense do you begin with a place in your mind uh, so to speak or does that happen just automatically as the sound uh, takes shape this is sometimes yes yeah because that could help uh yeah yeah it's it could really help out if you want to to reach a, a certain feeling or uh in, uh try a different somewhat different mindset yeah that maybe you can use words like that and mm-hmm. think of uh, like a big wave or something <laughs> yeah. and 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 then uh, things uh, tend to to um, find its way yeah. yeah and and i think there is a heavy influence of uh, the winter that is there uh, in sweden the long nights mm. and uh, everything i think that has a very heavy influence in your music said or unsaid i don't know if you intended it but uh, whoever is listening they can put uh, they can be put into mm. that yeah I, i think it's pretty natural that it becomes like that because yeah if you come from a big city big city maybe it's maybe it's more like natural to use like more chaotic like city yeah. sounds more and industrial from, rock yeah yeah mm-hmm. and if you're from a from a quiet place <laughs> then maybe you use different sounds and uh, you have you have different uh, things that 
you gravitate towards like naturally, mm-hmm. right? I think so. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you were saying. Yeah, yeah, and and, and also, uh, yeah. I mean, most of the songs are actually written during the winter per- period because <laughs> that's the part of the year where you tend to to to. Uh, uh, stay inside and hide <laughs> and, and, and yeah. start it's it, uh, when the creativity starts to to come back to you and and right, right. so a lot of the songs is like, they are actually written during the winter period so yeah right so, so uh i think uh starting from 2015 uh it's been what uh six years almost now together. So uh, in addition to the music, what keeps you together for so long? Yeah, we're, we are friends. <laughs> <laughs> so so we, we meet each other anyway. So, yeah. so. That, that's, that's a very cool answer. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but also, yeah, I think, um, yeah, yeah, because, uh, we, uh, all of us play in different projects and bands as well mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, how it uh, tends to to work is like we have a period of time where we work really hard with the Pashagen project yeah uh, for instance now we're recording and and we're uh, finishing the album and then after that we're going on a tour okay. and depending on how long that will be we'll we'll still be fo- kind of focused on Pashagen and then Usually, yeah, we take some time off. Not not like we say now we'll take time off, but it naturally yeah. happens. Naturally, we have yeah. time because we need uh, mm. time to well both do something else, but also kind of like I think reflect on what we've just done, mm. and then maybe it's uh, after our album release and a, a tour could be like in half a year or so mm-hmm. till we even uh, play again. Yeah. And we don't rehearse that often. Okay. We, we, we get together when it's time to record new songs. Okay. And if there is a show, we, we maybe do one rehearsal and, right. then, and then hope that it will go well <laughs> on the concert. <laughs> so uh, do you do your music uh, as a full-time uh, profession or no n- not as a full time no okay no. so what do you do for a living not now <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do no, for a living no. yeah, yeah, yeah. well i i i'm a music teacher as well so i so i i i teach kids how to play guitar Great. Kids and kids, <laughs> kids and and, and uh, what do you say? <laughs> teenagers. Teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> and what do you guys do? Yeah, I'm I'm studying to become a music teacher as well. Uh, yeah, basically a drum teacher and ensemble mostly. Great. Yeah, I also teach uh, some mm. music on the side. Okay. All right. So uh, let's talk about the business of making music in the sense uh, from a cost and return point of view. Uh, what are the uh, investments that you have to do 
for example, to be a band uh, that has been recording and releasing for the last six years. And how much of that have you been able to monetize? Yeah, like we, we invest a lot of time and a lot of money and then we break even basically. So we, we yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. we, we don't make a lot of money from break even. That's really good. Yeah, from from this project, it's probably break even. But then you have maybe some other project that you make some money out of and it goes like mm -hmm. that. And then you reinvest it into this band, <laughs> the, yeah. the money that you make from other places. Yeah. Do, you, do you do merchandise as well on the site just to make some extra money? Yeah, we've been doing it when we've been touring, but yeah, we're not like invested in it fully like some bands because mm -hmm. okay. it's hard to sell when you're not touring, basically. Mm -hmm. yeah. So uh, how much of a role uh, do you think your uh, social media presence plays uh, in bringing you new listeners? Because of late, you've been active on Instagram. Uh, I mean, that's where we started talking. And mm -hmm. your Facebook page has quite a few number of followers as well. So... Mm -hmm. How do you do that? Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's it's something that that we just. How do you say? We learn to to do it or forced ourselves to do it. Mm -hmm. I don't think uh, any of us is is that interested in 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 uh, in uh, posting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff, but 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 you realize in the in today's climate, you have to remind the people that you yeah exist, yeah. <laughs> so to speak. But but I mean, of course, it's it's a uh, it's probably the, the the easiest and best way to communicate with yeah. people. So 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 I mean, sure, uh, we like it as well because we get in touch with people like you and yeah. mm -hmm. listeners. Uh, across the actually whole world, the whole world. so, so uh, and you know we we try to i think uh, we try to do it you know as natural as possible yeah uh, i i don't think we're we don't try to put on a show and and you know yeah. be, be be someone else that we are not so so sometimes uh i mean now we've not been that uh active and, and maybe that's because uh, of Corona and not many gigs, and and we we just try to focus on on recording and writing music. But but I guess uh, in a couple of months we will start posting picture, pictures of ourselves <laughs> working in the studio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so I guess we'll start being a bit more active now right. in, the, in the near future when we when we feel like we have something. Uh, of value to to <laughs> to reach out with yeah. yeah and also in this kind of music like uh, the drawback is that you don't you, there's not like a pop size audience so <laughs> yeah you, that's true but but the other but the but there are very many like uh, passionate fans mm, that yeah. find new music mm. so i guess it's 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 uh, in some way, it's easier to find an audience yeah. in this kind of music because mm. people seek you out. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think and now, you get a very loyal and very niche audience uh, that is very aggressively passionate about your music and the work that you're doing. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and 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 that's really really nice because we have uh, some followers that that uh, you know Lasse. Yeah, he you uh, he as a guy uh, he he. 
he, he writes to us from time to time and, and sends us uh, like uh, videos of uh, of one of our favorite ba- bands, Träd, Gräs och Stenmar, Träden, that he's yeah, filmed them and during a concert. And, oh, yeah, yeah, take a look at this. I recorded this show. And that's also so nice that he reaches out to us and sends us music and yeah. we can send him music. And, you know, mm-hmm. this basically some kind of a relationship that's... Yeah. that's uh, it's a very personal relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that's that's uh, that's the best part with Facebook and and uh, and Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And then of course there's there's parts with it that that's not uh, so attractive. <laughs> but yeah. but uh, I mean, yeah, you you gotta do it. <laughs> yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta have an Instagram page and Facebook page to yeah to be able to promote your albums and so on. Right. Uh, so this year you are releasing one album, then you are going off on a tour, then you are taking a little break. Uh, so uh, what's the next big uh, landmark for you uh, as a band, as Pershagan? What's the next big landmark that you're looking for? Yeah, signing. Signing and getting help with a different uh, kind of like... Uh, a different side of the music as well to maybe get some to be try to get some sync for something maybe like ending up in some documentaries or something we had some documentaries in swedish tv and radio but Mm. it would be nice to get something abroad maybe and try to get yeah so so also since we've been touring mostly in 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 sweden and uh, i mean it's it's for us it's it's even though we can we can go to China and Russia, it's difficult to to grow an audience there because they have uh, different platforms and and they don't you know listen on Spotify, so it's it's harder to grow an audience there. So yeah, for us we have uh, uh, yeah a lot of listeners in 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 uh, in, Euro- in Europe and and uh, like Australia and and, and the US. So. Mm-hmm. I think that the next big landmark, so to speak, would be going to like Germany and England and Spain. Yeah, there is a, a pretty large, um, yeah, like a post rock and psychedelic rock yeah, scene. Yeah, for sure, stoner rock. As yeah. Well. So, so yeah. there aren't too many places to 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 play in Sweden. So we so we need to to uh, go to Europe to. To grow our audience and okay so. so 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 the next question i want uh, you to take it because you've been silent for the vast majority <laughs> of the time <laughs> <laughs> so yeah guess uh, what the real talks talks <laughs> me, uh, talks me and you see we're really good talking shit so <laughs> so when we are just going without thinking so so it's time for uh I'm just mr mr, mr. buddha yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right so we next question coming at you is uh what is your uh, let's say the dream arena where you want to play live to an audience whenever the coronavirus situation ends <laughs> Wow. Um, I mean, right now it's wherever we can have a bigger gathering of people. <laughs> but but uh, I mean, uh, 
how about there's this place called Shoreline Amphitheater in um, in the U.S. that would okay. be special. I guess, as I said, like now uh, we just want to play for for an audience <laughs> wherever <laughs> audience, that is. Yeah. Uh, that's true. I mean, I, I think it must be very difficult uh, as musicians to not have an audience for such. It's been what one, almost 1.5 years that we have been uh, inside our homes, and it's a really difficult time. So uh, I think interviews like this uh, they really help because even if from this interview, even if some audience comes and even if they don't listen to you live, but at least uh, they'll be listening to you on Spotify, and I think that's a big thing. Um, so do you get any audiences from uh, any any listeners from india don't know actually uh, yeah i think we have some but uh, yeah it's it's hard to uh, there is some yeah. kind of tracking system on spotify that you can watch but <laughs> okay i haven't, haven't studied it <laughs> all right all right so yeah so we've almost come to the end i think we are left yeah with a good Five more minutes so uh, do you guys uh, can you guys play something do you want to play something for the viewers anything uh, i think uh, i think it's better to to go to youtube and watch the latest uh, yeah uh, um, i agree <laughs> we we actually need a uh, like a live stream oh you have concert. a live stream yeah yeah we we, we did the one here in uh, like a couple of weeks ago right yeah so it's new basically yeah yeah and we have another one coming up as well actually where we are okay. all four of us to you who when is that not... i don't know <laughs> we haven't decided yet but but uh in the near uh, near future okay hopefully before the, the summer mm-hmm. okay i guess Great, great, great. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'll be I'll be sure to join that uh, live stream because I've just subscribed to your uh, YouTube uh, channel, and I think uh, you guys are doing great, uh, marvelous work, especially in these tough times. Uh, because um, how do you say it? Uh, music is also a kind of a therapy uh, uh, in in these tough times, especially when you're uh, isolated. And I think your music is doing a great job of saving a lot of souls. So, guys, thank you for your time and uh, for your precious time, really. Thank you so much. It was a privilege to be able to speak to you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Likewise. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. yeah, likewise. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Okay. We'll take leave. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah.